morning. Hallelujah to you. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to the 25th day of November 2020. It's a Wednesday. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. Yeah. You started with a spit, Big J. What's the matter? You don't like the morning? I don't like you. What happened? For your go-breaking face. Whoa. whoa, whoa. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Whoa. Jeez, man. Why are you in a crappy mood today? I'm not. I'm in a great mood. I was going to say. That's me being in a great mood. See, this is what I have to deal with, everybody. Oh, real tough. He's in a a good mood, and I get called names right away. Now, listen. It's an abusive environment. What are you going to do? You sally forth, and you move on, right? Sally forth. Like the damn comic strip. And here we are. Uh, Big J's going to give you a movie review today. That's going to happen. Spent the night watching a little Netflix film, an original. Hillbilly Elegy. It is Elegy? I pronounced it correct? Yeah, yeah. Uh, what does it mean? I, that's a great question. I, I was going to look it up before I did the review uh, because I don't know what it means. There was no definition in the uh, in the film I itself. I have a feeling it has something to do with memoir. Okay. You could be very well right? Yeah, you know, eulogy, elegy. There's some uh, relation there. There's a couple letters that are similar, and it does rhyme, so maybe. But, you know, eulogy is something that you do after somebody dies. Right. All right, maybe you're right. I don't know. I, I can't tell you. I, I have it's never the, used the I, word I, in my life. Know that you didn't know this when you gave the description or, or when we talked. It's based on a real story. Right. No, that I knew. Yeah, I didn't know it was based on so, a true story. Uh, but right, now uh, I'm going to look up the word right now. All right. Big J's going to give us a movie review before we hit 7 o'clock tonight. We'll have a chance for you to qualify for Santa Sack because it's a short week courtesy of the holiday. So you're going to want to get in on it? What Big is, J's kind of smart What sometimes. does it mean? A poem of serious reflection, typically a lament nice. for the dead. Look at you. Look at you. Good job, buddy. And, of course, uh, we also have a chance for you to grab some food coming your way a couple times over. Uh, that's a uh, running theme this week. And a very Thanksgiving-themed important stuffs are on your way as well. Gobble, gobble. And I imagine uh, you're going to be busy over the next 24 hours making food, right? Yeah. Uh, did you did you do any research? Do you know how big your turkey is? Do you know how long it's got to smoke? Uh, let's see. I don't know how how many pounds it is exactly, but because when I went to check, it's in the fridge. It's still frozen. Took it out days ago. Oh man, it's just cold in our uh, in our uh, fridge outside, so we put it in the fridge or uh, on the uh, in the garage. So the fridge in the inside a little bit uh, warmer, and um, you know, probably be about four hours. Put it on the uh, floor. Let the cats knock it around a little bit. That's a great idea. That'll loosen it up. Uh, on top of that, we also will have some fun over the course of the show today and play some music. Music like the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Music like Around the World. It kicks off the morning after with Nick and Big J here on the X Rocks. Important stuff. Hey, what's going on in the news today? On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Well, Big J, we set another record yesterday. Great. 1,490 confirmed, 341 probable for your Tuesday, and so that set a new single-day total of 1,831 cases reported in one day, according to data collected from the state's public health districts and the Idaho Department of Health and Welfare. 94,730 total cases since the pandemic happened in March here in Idaho. Ada County, number one, 271. Canyon County right behind them at 262. 12 new deaths reported yesterday as well, bringing the state's death toll to 881. Because of that news, the Nampa School Board voted yesterday to move all schools in the district to online-only learning, at least through the middle of January. Of course, students will be on 
Christmas break through January 5th, according to Kathleen Tuck, she's a school district spokesperson. Then the school board plans to meet early in the month to consider the possibility of returning to hybrid learning on January 14th or to continue the online learning, depending on where the numbers are at that particular point. But West State is kind of already in this particular thing, and now Nampa School District is doing it as well because the numbers, they're not going down. And guess what's going to happen over Thanksgiving, BJ? Probably going to spike in a couple weeks. Yep. May not even take that long. The college basketball season begins today, but the opening week has already been disrupted by the coronavirus. Cancellations, postponements across the country. Number two, Baylor. Number nine, Duke. Number three, UConn women. Just a few teams that have already canceled games because of the coronavirus. NCAA is trying real hard to play the season after last season's March Madness Championship tournaments for both men and women were canceled in March at the start of the pandemic. We'll see what happens there. We've got a lineup of football games. Listen, I'm going to be honest. There's probably one good one. The rest of them aren't so bad. Or aren't very good, I should say. But, hey, it's football, right? It's also pretty standard for Thanksgiving. Texans, Lions, Washington football team, Cowboys, Ravens, Steelers, your nightcap. Uh, Ravens, Steelers has the opportunity of being pretty fun to watch. Maybe they'll all be fun to watch. Who knows? Uh, You can only hope for the best, I suppose. But the football action starts at 1030. Idaho time with the Texans and Lions kicking things off. Probably the worst game of the bunch, for being perfectly honest. Nice tip of the cap to Metallica. Their Helping Hands 2020 live stream, the acoustic one that they did to benefit their All Within My Hands Foundation, has been extended. Ticket packages will be available to purchase until uh, Tuesday, December 1st. Metallica's first ever pay-per-view stream event happened on November 14th and so far has raised $1.3 million. Those funds will be used to work with partners at Feeding America and the American Association of Community Colleges, along with supporting COVID and disaster relief in the coming months. As always, 100% of the proceeds from this year's Helping Hands event will go directly to help those in need with the Metallica Foundation covering all production costs and expenses. So that's pretty cool, man. They're already up over $1.3 million. Yeah, crazy. Extreme. Did you see any of it or did you check I out saw any of the video clips afterwards? Clips, yeah. Sounded yeah. pretty good, right? Yeah, very cool. Uh, I like Metallica acoustic. Of course, it's not surprising, but uh, it is pretty cool. You should check it out if you get the opportunity. Remember, the money goes to a really cool place. Send nude song of the day. That is Dead Sarah. Sorry for it all here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yesterday, right around this time, Big J selected the Netflix film Hillbilly Elegy as his streaming dumbass movie of the day. He was excited to see Amy Adams in action. And now we get the results of that excitement. Big J, how was the movie and how are you? I, I mean, I, I thought that I asked for like Thanksgiving movies right you did, you did this has nothing to do with Thanksgiving. absolutely not if i looked around and every movie that had any kind of thanksgiving theme was all uh you had to pay to rent and none of them I, uh, was i gonna make you spend five dollars i would on. gladly have paid to rent those <laughs> and it's not because hillbilly elegy isn't a good movie uh let's start out with that i mean uh amy adams uh is great in this uh glenn close who i don't even recognize as glenn close because I think that either she's so old now or that they just put on a lot of uh, makeup and stuff on her, uh, which I think is the case here. Because at first, you don't recognize her. Uh, she is the grandma here, uh, or affectionately known as uh, Mawa. Mawa. And uh, this is all based around uh, the life of J.D. Vance, who um, he, uh, he, you know, grows up for a while in Kentucky. And then his uh, family, his uh, grandparents... Uh, and everybody, they moved to a uh, small town in Ohio. And then, uh, you know, it just uh, basically the movie is a struggle about addiction. Um, 
His mom, played by Amy Adams, is uh, she's got uh, a drug problem. Uh, she's also a nurse, and, and boy, she can get real violent and uh, re- very scary. I mean, Amy, I never imagined Amy Adams would would be able to be that scary, but she was pretty pretty out there. So she puts in a good performance. Uh, all of them put in a good performance, and obviously, uh, there's a lot of emotional stuff going on in here in this uh, movie, and uh, you know, all the cast rises to that, um, and the story of of how you know. Uh, JD kind of moves on and he ends up uh, going to Yale, uh, those sort of, sort of stuff. But it's really about this family, more importantly, the grandparents and um, and how they uh, get through life. So there's that. And it's not um, it's not a great uplifting story, really, uh, in the end, at least uh, when you get to down to the sadness and stuff from from some of the events. So. That's why I say that. Other than that, I mean, it's a it's a pretty good movie. I, I would say that, you know, Ron Howard, who directed this, some of the complaints I've seen is that um, it kind of touches, it doesn't really get to the root of some of the issues, like some of the, uh, the difficulties for Amy Adams' character growing up um, and such, uh, so it doesn't give you a full kind of view of... of why she turned into drugs and that sort of thing, but I don't know if that's 100% necessary. So if you're looking for a a, a highly dramatic uh, human story, then this is it, man. This is it. It's a highly dramatic human story with great acting. What's not to like? Yeah, there you go. I hated it. So it made me sad, and uh, I was looking for, you know, some fun family Thanksgiving uh, kind of holiday fair. Didn't get it. Yeah. Well, uh, listen, uh, if it's any consolation, all of the other movies that that revolve around Thanksgiving. Let me translate this. Big J asks Nick for a Thanksgiving holiday. He gives him a movie, uh, Big J, a movie about drug addiction. You had two other choices. Family falling apart. I can't imagine what those other two choices were about. One of them was about an elderly couple that was looking to sell their apartment over Thanksgiving weekend. Probably because they're going to die together from diseases. That you poo pooed. That was supposed to be like a feel good something you know basically uh you know a holiday movie that you said thanks but no thanks to you'd rather the 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 description was appalachian strafe and you went right for it uh i because i thought it'd be a fun uh because strafe is fun right i don't know what strafe is strafe strife strife strafe Strafe. uh yeah i know i thought it'd be you know people throwing food at each other at the table no, no. Uh, I almost want to watch all three of these movies just to prove that these were all garbage movies. Well, listen, I tried to tell you before. I was like, listen, if you want a Thanksgiving movie, there is no good Thanksgiving movie. Tell Ouch. me one. I, I, can't, wait. I can't give you an answer yeah. offhand. I got to I mean, think about it. I'm not can, good on the spot. You can give me good Christmas movies off the top right, of your you're head. Right, you're right. But there's not a good Thanksgiving it's movie. It's time to there. make one. There's just, it's just not, it, it, because Thanksgiving, I think, is so close to Christmas that you just turn to Thanksgiving. Like, even the, the like, if you search Thanksgiving movies, like, nine or eight out of the ten that you look up will have Christmas as the main topic right, that okay. it starts Thanksgiving. Well, I'll expect a good Christmas movie then. Oh, uh, you have plenty to choose from there. Uh, or at least Christmas films, for sure. <laughs> but the it, it's, worst thing possible. I'll end up crying the whole time. Great. <laughs> Can't wait. Uh, so Hillbilly Elegy, I mean, it's approved. It's a, it it's a good movie, okay. but it's just I was not in the mood to be watching that stuff. Jesus. Uh, I don't think anybody's ever in the mood to watch a movie about sometimes, a family battling drug addiction. Sometimes you are. Uh, is Glenn Close hooked on drugs, too? All, all the time. Yeah. Oh, in this movie? No, no. Oh. <laughs> she's just a survivor of abuse. In real it's life, great. she's hooked on drugs, you're saying. Yeah. Just not in the movie. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Big J says, check it out. It's not exactly an upper, though. Morning after with Nick and Big J.
Important Stuff is brought to you by the Idaho Lottery. In it to win it, the Idaho Lottery's $1 million raffle has the best odds of winning a million bucks, and it's on sale now. So head into an Idaho Lottery retailer near you, pick yourself up a raffle ticket, and maybe be a millionaire when the new year flips over. Tomorrow is Thanksgiving, Big J, so feel free to go ahead and take a nap during the day tomorrow, my friend. You've earned it. Especially according to sleep scientist Sarah Alger. She says that naps have a stigma attached to them when you're an adult for some reason. Society says we should only take them if we're sick or if we're being lazy. But she adds that she's all for naps, except for those who suffer from insomnia. That's not a good idea. But the idea that we should be constantly productive during what we now consider normal working hours is fairly new. Uh, You can thank the 1800s farmers and tradespeople for that. Uh, Basically, what ended up happening was in the 1700s, when this country first started Big J, we used to laze about all the time. Sometimes got our work done in the middle of the night. Did stuff, whatever. But because uh, people during the late 1800s started to get up and do a 9-to-5-er or or, uh, decided to get up and do work while the sun was out, that all of a sudden, if you weren't doing something productive during those hours, you were considered a jerk and lazy. And so uh, sometimes, as a matter of fact, it wasn't uncommon in the old 1700s and early 1800s to have two bouts of sleep to basically knock yourself out for four hours at a time and do a bunch of stuff in the middle of the night and then during the day as well. Damn. And then she said that eventually, because of the changing of the work schedule and the eight-hour workday, which all started in the mines, Big J, that uh, basically sleeping at night came to be seen as normal when earlier on in this country it wasn't always the case. Sometimes you just made up your own schedule and slept as you wanted to. Two, three hours at a time, a bunch of different naps throughout the day. And so she says that sometimes on holidays, it's nice to go back to that. And you know what? Just crash out in the middle of the day. Why not? Yeah. Sure, you can blame it on the uh, tryptophan in Turkey, but we all know that if you believe in science, that's not really a thing. It's the stuff that happens inside of your body. But even on Thanksgiving, you're supposed to be doing something during the day, people believe, but that's not necessarily true. So enjoy the time that you have, and go ahead and take a nap, and don't feel guilty about it if you want to. If you have the day off and you want to, crash it out. Good luck. You need luck? No, I'm just hoping you you have the time. You're not busy cooking all day. Well, I mean, yeah, but the cooking should be done early afternoon, right? You Nobody eats so. Thanksgiving dinner at seven o'clock, nine o'clock at night. You know, you have an opportunity to crash out late, late day, late it's afternoon, bedtime. something like that. <laughs> For you, yes, eight o'clock at night is bedtime. Hey, uh, we got three college, excuse me, NFL games scheduled for tomorrow. The Texans-Lions is the early game on CBS. Then you got the Washington Cowboys game coming up at 2.30 on Fox. And then the Ravens-Steelers is your nightcap at 6.20 on NBC. If you'd like to watch yourself some football tomorrow, you can. This Saturday's uh, scheduled football game between Wisconsin and Minnesota has been canceled thanks to positive coronaviruses in Minnesota's program. Under Big Ten policy, the game won't be rescheduled and will be ruled a no contest. But what makes this important, Big J, is this will end the longest uninterrupted series in college football history. Minnesota and Wisconsin have played for 113 consecutive years, dating all the way back to 1907. It is the longest running yearly football game in the history of college football, and it comes to an end in 2020, courtesy of the coronavirus, which is crazy. But... Uh, that's the kind of year that we're having with this whole thing. And so there's that. Big J, rest in peace to Ed Murray. Ed Murray is Bill Murray's brother. His older brother, as a matter of fact. He passed away. The eldest of the famous eight Murrays 
Ed was named after his father, responsible for leading his family into his love of golf. He, as a matter of fact, he inspired a lot of the stuff in Caddyshack. Uh, Bill and many of his brothers followed Ed into a gig as a caddy at a local private golf course, which is where they came up with the idea for the movie Caddyshack. And apparently, the character of Danny Noonan was based on Ed Murray. Noonan uh, was a guy that basically Ed was when he was a kid in high school. And, uh, and so they decided to be funny to make a movie about little Danny Noonan, Big J, who apparently Ed was a hell of a scratch golfer as well. So there's that. Rest in peace to Ed Murray, somebody you probably aren't too familiar with, but uh, based one of the biggest movies and funniest movies of all time on. Now, I think the character that Ronnie Dangerfield played was based on Ronnie Dangerfield, however, in Caddyshack. Not a lot of range in the Ronnie Dangerfield no, world. No, there isn't. But, hey! <laughs> that's pretty much no it. No respect! The Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. We are headed to St. Thomas, Ontario for today's We're Going to Hell story up in Canada. Yay. Uh, And of course, tomorrow is Thanksgiving, which means a lot of people are going to be doing some cooking and some enjoyment of food. And which may mean that some of you are going to be out of your comfort zone a little bit. Not everybody is used to preparing a feast or even a semi-large dinner if you're having a scaled-down Thanksgiving, and here's hoping that you are. And so uh, sometimes maybe you're just not that great at cooking or making a particular aspect of things, and so it's a reminder uh, to stay in your zone. And, of course, as we go to Canada, obviously these people that, that are going to have this adventure weren't celebrating Thanksgiving because they're Canadians, Big J. Thanksgiving, a very American holiday. Sure. But... It doesn't mean we can't use their mistakes as a lesson for us. And, uh, you know, if you've watched, I don't know, uh, America's Funniest Home Videos or been on the Internet, you've seen that there can be some disasters when it comes to Thanksgiving cooking. Uh, specifically, usually it revolves around people trying to deep fry a turkey for the first time. Yeah, that uh, ends in a fiery or General. something else going wrong. Maybe they, they, they forgot to take the the, uh, the innards that were in the turkey out of the turkey before they put it in the oven. Yeah, maybe they instead of using flour, they used protein powder. There's that. All these things can be used in a way to understand how mistakes can be made on Thanksgiving. So we'll take this opportunity to remind you not to be like a 52-year-old man and a 43-year-old woman that decided they want to grill out a little bit and enjoy some food from the grill. Of course, it's a little bit cold these days, especially up in Canada. And so they wanted to grill without having to deal with the cold, Big J. So they decided, you know what? Why don't we use the grill and set it up inside our SUV? That'd be a great idea. Yeah, no, that's not a good idea. And so that's exactly what they did. They set up their grill inside their SUV and started grilling out. God bless them. And it was about 15 minutes before the interior of the SUV caught fire, Big J. Uh, then the uh, the entire interior of the vehicle got engulfed in flames. Now, here's one thing that you need to know. The grill they were using was propane. And I don't know about oh, you, man. but when you have a bunch of flames around a propane grill, things aren't going to go well. Scary situation, man. And it caused an explosion shortly before noon on Tuesday, according to York Street Police. Uh, And Big J, both the man and the woman were inside the vehicle at the time of the explosion. They are dead. They are alive. Oh. 
but the man suffered severe burns to his chest, legs, and right arm. The woman received burns to her fingers, forehead, and hairline, according to police. Both are going to need serious amounts of surgery to get back to what any of us would consider normal. They were taken to the hospital in St. Thomas for treatment. The man reportedly said, quote, shouldn't have grilled out inside my car, end quote. And he is absolutely 100% correct. homeless? Uh, I don't know. It doesn't really, it doesn't, I mean, listen, it's a pretty fancy grill, so I don't think so. And it's a pretty fancy SUV from the picture. So I'm going to say no, that's me drawing conclusions, but it does not say in the article whether or not they are or not. I mean, why the hell were they doing it in the SUV? According to the story, it's because it was really cold outside and they didn't want to grill out in the cold. And they knew that grilling inside was a bad idea, so they thought maybe grilling in their car? Don't they have a garage? I don't know. Uh, it's also not smart to, to grill underneath something and inside things, uh, as you I, should. Yeah, I would say, though, the better option would have been in a garage yeah. with the door open. If you if you have if you have a... Listen, there's it's called grilling season for a reason. At some point, unless you have the ability to do so, you're going to have to, you know, close up shop on the grill for a couple of months. Unless you get a thermal, a thermal cover for your uh, Exactly. Like I said, if you've, got, if you've got the ability to do so, you have the setup the correct way, then there's no reason why you can't grill out in December. But if you just have yourself a propane grill and it's out on your open patio and it's surrounded by snow, uh, you may have to chalk that one up as an L and wait until things thaw out and get a little bit warmer and not drag it into your SUV and try to do it that way. The good news is they're alive. The bad news is they're terribly scarred and they had a bad idea. <laughs> they're scarred together. Really, you know, that's right. The family that blows up their propane grill together stays together. Mostly because their skin's molded together. Less one blames the other. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the X-Rocks. <laughs> White Zombie, that is Thunderkiss 65 here on the morning after with Nick and Big J on 100.3, the X-Rocks. I suppose we should talk about it. This may be the only time that we do, however. Uh, as yesterday, the Grammy nominations came out for 2021. And as per usual, the Grammy uh, Academy, uh, I guess... Uh, continues to uh, drop the ball and then kick it further down the street as they try to figure out the rock and metal categories uh, for the general public. I I'm not, I I'm 100% sure they don't care. That much is clear. I mean, the rock category has yet to make it on TV, hasn't made it on television in a while, so they're not really concerned too much with the world of rock and, uh, and and metal music, which is why it's only got really two categories, uh, and uh, all the primetime stuff goes to the pop stuff, and all the headlines go to Beyonce and that kind of thing. Uh, because really, they know what moves the needle, and that stuff does far more than you know your favorite metal band getting a Grammy nomination. But it is uh, gotten to the point where it feels like they have given up even trying to define a category at this point. Do you understand what I'm saying? I don't even care. Uh, the best rock performance did make some headlines because it is the very first time in the history of the category that all the bands nominated for best rock performance are uh, female-fronted bands. Uh, and so that is a fairly big deal. Uh, Fiona Apple, Big Thief, Phoebe Bridgers, Haim, Brittany Howard, and Grace Potter are all nominated for the best rock performance category. And uh, now, uh, listen, say what you will. There are some talented people. I would never poo-poo on any of those. I mean, Grace Potter is an amazing performer and musician. Uh, I would never qualify any of those as rock performances. 
Uh, but that's a definition of terms that, that the Grammys are having issues with. Like, Justin Bieber was upset that he was nominated in the pop category, not the R&B category. So people are upset about their category characterizations right off the bat this year. Uh, and then you get into the metal performance uh, area of things, and I guess that is where you can go a little bit more understandable. Body counts in there. Uh, so uh, Ice-T is nominated. Body count! Grammy. Uh, Code Orange is nominated for their second straight Grammy. Yeah. A, uh, in my opinion, an underrated band that's very, very good at what they do. In this moment, got nominated for their first Grammy for the In Between. Uh, Poppy Big J is in the metal category. For As she should be. That well, at least this last album. And then uh, the 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 Grammy Academy always tends to unfortunately put somebody in the category that has passed away, uh, usually untimely, and that is the Power Trip side of things this time around uh their lead singer passed away at the age of 34 earlier in the year and so power trip is the fifth band that gets themselves uh back into the metal category that's the one they seem to at least have some sort of semblance of understanding of uh usually it pisses people off who ends up winning uh my guess is uh poppy would do that the most so uh, my money's on poppy winning the best metal performance as much as that album was one of my favorites of last year but I know it would make people angry if she won the, the Grammy Award. Really? For metal. Oh, yeah. For best metal performance, guaranteed it would piss people off. Uh, especially when you got Code Orange in there and Power Trip in there. The actual, you know, death metal bands. And so there's that, that that people have to deal with. And then you've got the rock song category and rock album category. Again, it's just a cavalcade of messes. Uh, I guess the, the only one you can really say qualifies as rock is the strokes. And even that's debatable, I suppose. So, uh, there's some issues there. There always will be, but uh, we've said this before on this show. We'll say it again. Grammys don't really care that much about rock music. It's very clear with who they nominate, and so it's difficult for us to give a rat's ass about them. You know what I mean? Right. It's good to bitch and complain, but you're really screaming into the ether because they don't care. It's very clear that they don't care. And, uh, and, and awards, at the end of the day, Grammys look nice, but nobody remembers the, uh, the rock Grammys or the metal Grammys, unfortunately, because they don't even make it on TV. So, that's why we have our own awards and our own Hall of Fame, Big J. Remember the morning after Hall of Fame? Yeah. Have to dust that thing off maybe again. And put Poppy right in there, right? Right. Piss everybody off, apparently. <laughs> Where it belongs. Morning after with Nick and Big J coming up some important stuff and your pop culture smackdown. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Well, Big J, tomorrow is Thanksgiving, and while, listen, uh, you're not going to be able to talk a lot of people out of having gigantic celebrations tomorrow with extended family and friends, unfortunately, despite all the warnings against it, a new poll does find that a majority of Americans have at least gotten the message and have changed their plans for the holiday because of the surge in the coronavirus numbers across the country. In a study that came out yesterday, 61% of Americans say they've changed their Thanksgiving plans in some way, shape, or form. The most common changes were reported only celebrating with immediate household members and having a much smaller dinner than originally planned. 9% said they're even planning to no longer celebrate at all. There was, of course, a Partesian divide in the results, as this is America after all. Yeah, you know, 75% of demand. Partisan. Yeah, partisan. Like, it's like artisan and and partisan. 75% of Democrats say they've changed their Thanksgiving plans. 49% of Republicans say they have. So, again, somehow Thanksgiving has turned into a political issue in this country. Why? Why? Because we're doomed. We are doomed. We had a good run, humanity. Thank you. Appreciate it. 
but uh, I mean, it's just, it's, it's the end times. And it's good to be along for the ride, Big J. We can say we were here. The college basketball season is going to open up today, but there's a bunch of teams that are taking it off because of the pandemic. Uh, number two, Baylor. Number nine, Duke. Number three, UConn. Women. Just a few teams that have canceled games because of the coronavirus. So we'll see how that goes moving forward. We've got NFL on your TV tomorrow. Texans-Lions early game. Washington-Dallas, your midday game. And then Baltimore-Pittsburgh, your nightcap on NBC. You excited for any of these, all of these? I mean, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's certainly some... Uh, well, I mean, I guess for the Detroit-Houston game, there's no real implications there. Both for teams me, are pretty much out of things. For me, I mean, well, we're talking fantasy, fantasy football, football here. Sure, but uh, from a, a football that means something standpoint. I think I missed the old traditional Thanksgiving League. Two games, now there's a third one. Um, but yeah, the games were never really that great. Well, it, 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 it was always... The tradition was the Lions played and the Cowboys played. And who they played kind of varies. And that tradition still holds. I mean, the Lions and the Cowboys are still playing uh, on this particular day. It's just the matchups aren't great. Although that Washington football team, Dallas Cowboys game, technically is a battle for first place in the NFC East. With which team can get the four wins is going to be in the lead. Uh, that, That game's destined to end in a tie. You should enjoy that. Uh, and so there's football to be enjoyed tomorrow. If you have jumped on Netflix, you may have noticed that they have pulled Dave Chappelle's sketch show from streaming after the comedian told head honchos that the rights holder, Viacom CBS, licensed it without his say-so. It was actually a uh, amazing... Uh, listen, I, I am a unapologetic Dave Chappelle fan. I think he is fantastic and great and... He just posted a video yesterday. Did you happen to watch any of it? I, I, I No, I didn't. I saw some of the quotes from it, though. Yeah. And so it, it's basically he kind of sat down and told the story about Chappelle's show and what went on with it and, you know, why things are happening and why he ended up walking away and all this kind of stuff. And it's actually, uh, I mean, I can't, I can't even give you the cribs notes because I don't, I don't think it's a uh, clip notes. I don't think it's a good idea to do so because it's such a you know, kind of personal story that Dave is sharing with people about why he doesn't like that Comedy Central basically has licensed it to everybody. He didn't like that it was on HBO Max because, you know, he basically pitched the show to HBO Max and they're like, no, we think this show sounds dumb. And now they're streaming it on their their channel. And he's like, how dumb is it now, you guys? Yeah. And so it was on uh, Comedy Central for three seasons. Uh, he left the show, and he kind of gets into detail why he left the show in the particular clip that is going viral now. And it just showed up on Netflix. And, of course, Dave Chappelle has been working with Netflix, and he called up, like, the head of Netflix, and he explained the situation. He's like, listen, I know you guys pay for this, but they gave permission to this show without even asking me and certainly without paying me for this to do so. And he goes, it makes me feel bad that it's on there and I'm not getting any repercussions. So Netflix just yanked it down. Because Dave asked him to do so, they and, took and it off like, their... You're story. a boy. Right. You're a boy, Blue. And so Netflix has a contract worth millions of dollars with Chappelle for comedy specials, and keeping the peace may be one of the big reasons why they decided to do that. But uh, CBS All Access and HBO Max still has the show available, but Dave has basically uh, gone on record and saying, hey, listen, if you like anything that I'm doing or have ever liked me, just don't stream the show. He goes, you can do, you can find it your own way. You can pick it up on YouTube. He goes, just don't stream it on those particular ways because they're basically taking money out of my pocket. So 
Uh, interesting turn of events, interesting more so that Netflix has decided to just yank it off the, the streaming service. So good for them. And check out the Chappelle clip if you get a chance. It's pretty good. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yeah, we'll get you qualified here for Santa Sack. Uh, it's, it's loaded, man. We've got... Uh, a uh, Echo Dot, we've got a Fire Stick in there for you, an HD Fire Tablet, a 50-inch Smart 4K TV, and a sound system. And to get you uh, qualified, we'll throw out you a couple of Carl's Jr.'s gift certificates, good for uh, those uh, nice, uh, wonderful Angus Thick Burgers that you can try out if you would like. You're going to beat me in Pop Culture Smackdown. All right, get on the phone if you'd like to play on this snowy Wednesday morning, 208-287-1003. You're going to have to defeat Big J in Pop Culture Smackdown in order to claim the prize of the burgers for sure and get qualified for Santa's sack, which is going to be fantastic for you if you win it. Hello, the X. Hi, how's it going? We're hanging in there. What's your name, please? My name is Catherine. All right, Catherine, you're up first. Catherine, if you just caught yourself a Pikachu, you're probably playing what augmented reality game? Pokemon. That is absolutely correct. Right. Big J, <laughs> what annual event is known as the greatest spectacle in racing? I'm going to say the... I'm going to say the Brickyard. Wrong. You got the location correct. Does that help? Yeah, the Indy 500. Right. The Indianapolis 500 is not... <laughs> Is known. He went with NASCAR. For some I, I mean, I can get the here, Daytona 500. Here's the thing. I was in my mind. I'm like, it's not. It's not the NASCAR dummy. And all I could mutter out is, is Brickyard. Well, you're wrong. Because it's at the Brickyard. That's correct. That is the same raceway. Uh, but the Indianapolis 500 was the correct answer. Uh, congratulations, Catherine. That means you are the victor. You definitely got some Carl's Jr. coming your way, and you are qualified to win Santa's sack. Please hold on. We'll get some information from you and mail those certificates out to you and then get you all qualified for the sack, which will give, be given away Monday this time around, courtesy of the old holiday. So uh, getting in is a very good thing. We are going to do some headlines. That's next on the X-Rocks. Jay. All one-word headlines today, Big J. Headlines are as follows. Doogie. Aliens hammered. Hammered. This is a reminder that rum balls do actually contain alcohol. You understand? Mm-hmm. And in Perth, Australia, a man has been convicted for driving under the influence after he consumed a ton of rum balls at a friend's birthday party and then registered a blood alcohol content of 0.038, which is almost twice the legal limit in Australia. And so poor Tommy Keefe is 44 years old. He pleaded guilty in court, was given a reduced sentence of three months license suspension and minimum fine when it was uh, basically discovered that, yeah, all he did was eat a bunch of chocolates. But those chocolates were enough to get him hammered, Big J. Hammered. Keefe said he didn't even realize how potent the candies were. He think he only had about seven to ten. But that's also a lot of chocolates. Right. I mean, like, I know I don't have much of a sweet tooth, but I don't think I can knock down seven to ten big old balls of chocolate. Like, in one sitting. Yeah, those are pretty big. I'd have to push away and go, no, 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 none of that. And then, of course, you probably realize that you're like, oh, man, it's very pretty potent. I think I'm getting hammered. Uh, I've been known to enjoy a chocolate-covered cherry, but even, like, one, that's enough for me. Like, they're too rich. Yeah, So, uh, But then again, maybe this guy was just looking for an excuse to get hammered. Uh, and mission accomplished. Unfortunately, he got pulled over and arrested because of it. So watch out for rum balls this holiday season. Doogie or aliens? Doogie. 
This story might make you feel dumb. A 12-year-old boy from Georgia has been accepted and will attend Georgia Tech in the fall. Caleb Anderson is dual enrolled right now in high school at Chattahoochee Technical College. Alan Jackson, the uh, principal there. He says he plans to study aerospace engineering for a career in space exploration. He hopes to start classes at Georgia Tech next fall. Caleb's parents said they noticed he was exceptionally intelligent when he was just three weeks old and he was starting to mimic certain words. Mama. Dada. Diaper. He was also received an offer from comedian Steve Harvey to cover the cost of tuition at Georgia Tech, so he's getting it all taken care of, man. This dude's on his way to NASA and he's 12 years old, making us all look dumb. How about that? I like it. Good for him, man. Congratulations. Good things. Discover good things. Sky's the limit for you, my friend. Caleb. We'll wrap it up with aliens. Not every day you see a monolith in the middle of the desert, but authorities in Utah are investigating after a mysterious monolith was spotted sticking out of the ground in a rural area in a southwestern part of the state. The silver-colored covered monolith was spotted by a helicopter pilot named Brad Hutchins, who says the scene was reminiscent of the black monolith from the 1968 film 2001 A Space Odyssey. He suspects the monolith is the work of an artist, though. The Department of Public Safety said an investigation into where the object came from is ongoing. And just so you know, it is illegal to install structures or art without authorization on federally managed public lands, no matter what planet you're from, bro. Yeah, aliens, that's the first strike. So we'll put your ass in jail when we catch you, Mr. Green Man. Watch out. Don't yeah, putting, but first, we're going to experiment on you. Don't be putting big old plates in our desert. We have no time for have that. Have you seen it? Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, it's strange, weird, but clearly I think probably some sort of, like, you know, artist thing. Sure, sure, but you know what's amazing to me is the number of people who, once this dropped, immediately went out there to take video of it. Of course. I mean, it's crazy, but it's in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, well, uh, we love things that uh, that can get us some attention, and that's one of those deals. And so whatever person installed it or whatever being installed it, it could be aliens for all we know. They did a good job. I just wonder how it happened. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, if you look at it, it's like standing up. I don't know how it does. I don't really get the dimensions of it. I don't I don't think I saw anywhere how big or tall or, or wide. It's it about is. 12, 14 feet high. Okay, so it's high. But I mean, like, how do they get it standing up vertically like that and not having it fall over? Well, it's inside they the put ground. It, they car- oh, they, is that what happened? They carved it out or they dug it up? Who knows? But I mean, it looks like it just came up from underneath the earth. Yeah, is the like way it. it's 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 there. There's a small crack around it uh, on the earth, but um, it's been very interesting. Big Jid loves the small cracks, and there's your headlines. It is the morning after yeah. with Nick and, and my back. Big J. Uh, we have got ourselves some bad impressions on the way. <laughs> ACDC shot in the dark here on the morning after with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. Big J, sounds like you're planning out dinner, pal. Uh, yeah, and a lot of other people. Uh, unbelievably so, but uh, Thanksgiving Eve, Nick, is uh, one of the five busiest days of the year for pizza delivery. This makes sense to me. I mean, you're going to spend the whole day in the kitchen tomorrow uh, cooking up a storm. The last thing you probably want to do the day before that is do exactly that as well. And so why not take a day off before, you know, cooking a whole bunch in the kitchen and having something to you that you don't have to worry about even uh, putting in the oven? Yeah, which uh, also I'm glad that there isn't like uh, there isn't like a Thanksgiving Day pizza. 
Uh, yeah, turkey you know, on pizza. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know <laughs> how that would work. Uh, because you know you've got the cheeseburger pizza. The, yeah, the taco, the taco. pizza. Mm-hmm. The Philly cheesesteak pizza. Yeah, Somehow, turkey. Thanksgiving Day, maybe this is a, uh, an opportunity. But, you know, I mean, if you think about it, you take away the red sauce, you put the pizza on the bottom, right? Gravy. You cover gravy, and then you put turkey, you put some stuffing and some mashed potatoes on there as, like, a spread, and you bake it. It would just dry out the turkey, I think. That's the problem. Yeah. The turkey's yeah, not, right. I mean, it, it's just not going to get it done, but it, it, it's probably doable. Is it good? No. Mm, yeah, probably no. not. No. Probably not. And then your dip? For the crust could be uh, cranberry sauce. Gross. Or maybe a drizzle on top. Sure, a cran drizzle. Why not? Uh, To give it a little bit of kick, uh, maybe a a jalapeno cranberry drizzle on top. You know what? We should just be like idea people for some kitchen somewhere. Come up with the worst cuisine possible. (laughs) Yeah. Who wants to eat our terrible ideas? That sounds like a business that would go really, really well. Try our hey, terrible there's a, food. Ideas. There's a niche out there for everybody. I suppose. Would it be for us here? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I wouldn't want to eat the turkey pizza, so I can't imagine somebody else would want to do that. You're right. But uh, it, 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 take our idea and run with it, and maybe you come up with something that is delicious. Who knows? Listen, if you would have told me, uh, you know, five years ago somebody would be making cheeseburger pizzas, I'd say gross. And now that I've had them, I say to you, gross. But there are people out there that enjoy them. So, yeah. Have at it. Me, I like the traditional pizza just the way that it is. Uh, and you can add some different things on top of it, but uh, the, the basic pizza structure uh, to me is uh, pretty close to perfection, so I mess with it, right? I, I Agreed, agreed. Uh, and enjoy your pizza if you aren't cooking it tonight. And, and enjoy starting your family arguments early. Yeah, because that always leads to an argument in your house, doesn't it? Yeah. What, what is it again that, that, that you want that they don't want? Uh, well, my my youngest and I, we want, you know, some other toppings just besides pepperoni. Okay. But, but there's enough of you in the house now where you can get two pizzas, right? Right, right. Yeah, you're right. You think so, right? But that's not the case? No, because then they, somebody throws in an oddball. Like, eh, I want a garlic pizza. What? Get out of here. And then it's like, where do we order it from? And and it really, honestly, there's only a couple places you can get delivery from for Middleton, which is growing exponentially. And I was like, okay, I can't get Domino's, get Pizza Hut, got Garbanzos. I mean, that's it. There's two places to order pizza delivery from. Uh, well, at least they're good places, though, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's nothing wrong with those, uh, but uh, you want a Domino's? That, that's what you're jonesing for? Yeah. You can go pick it up, you know. Oh. You can? Of course. Yeah, th- that. that is not limited to your area. If you There's want a reason something... you don't want to go somewhere when you're ordering delivery. I know, but it hasn't stopped you before. You're running all over God's green earth to get food. You might as well stop and get yourself a pizza you want. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We will do some bad impressions. That's next on the X-Rock. Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. Yeah, bad impressions here. We'll get you hooked up with a $25 gift card to Pop Joe's restaurant here in the Treasure Valley. Italian food. It is uh, what's on the menu, and it's pretty damn delicious. Located there on Capitol Boulevard. But you got to figure out bad impressions. You just had to get that pizza that we just talked about. Oh, man, that is good. I can't argue on that one. 208-287-1003 if you'd like to play a game called Bad Impressions. Big J's got three clues. They revolve around somebody pretty famous. Figure out who that famous person is, and you've got food coming your way courtesy of us. Hello, the X. Good morning, guys. Morning, man. What's your name? This is Johnny. All right, Johnny. Good luck to you. 
For the last two... Oh, yeah, fictional character here, oh. by the way. For the last two years, I've been winning the most adorable on TV awards. What? Huh? I don't know what he's talking about either. You haven't heard of adorable? You haven't there heard of the go. most adorable on TV awards, There you John? go. There you go. You, you win. <laughs> uh, what were clues two and three? Uh, my character on The Mandalorian doesn't even have a name. They just call me the child... And I have some Jedi powers, I guess. And I look like that old Jedi <laughs> Master Yoda. <laughs> Hang on one second, Johnny. We'll hook you up with that Papa Joe's card coming your way. Uh, why is little baby Yoda in the news? Also, baby Yoda, the hungriest. Uh, maybe in the galaxies. Uh, because he can't stop eating stuff. <laughs> Other people's kids? Uh, yeah, I don't think this is too much of a spoiler alert. At one point, there is a scene in the last episode where he's eating uh, these blue macaroons. Uh-huh. Much like the blue milk. I'm sure they did this uh, specifically on purpose. Probably. Uh, but uh, those macaroons. And remember last year when you couldn't find any Baby Yoda stuff? Yeah, now it's omnipresent. Now you can't get away from it. Williams Sonoma, Nick, is selling the uh, Navarro Nummies macaroons. <laughs> Nummies. Officially licensed by Star Wars Ugh. for forty nine ninety five. Go to hell. They're cookies. Well, macaroons are more than just cookies. I know, but that but... doesn't make them any more delicious. Uh, that, I, mean, I don't even like them, actually. I like a good macaroon. Good for you. What the hell's wrong with you? You gonna lay down fifty bucks for one? Yeah, yeah, I am. I don't think you are. You get in trouble for spending half as less than. Here's the problem. Here's, as I'm looking at the site, uh, I don't know if you've noticed, people notice this, but when you go to buy something on the internet now, uh, you get, you get like this thing where you can uh, you can uh, finance it with a firm. What? You never seen this? No. Okay. Um, well, if you buy monthly payments, you can order orders over a hundred dollars. You can get it financed. So you get a couple orders of the macaroons. Listen, if you sit down and spend hundreds of dollars on macaroons, you and I need to have a real talk about how you should be spending your money and budgeting and things like that. <laughs> but uh, it's not surprising that it is available as, uh, you know, like I said, it took Star Wars a while to catch in on the Baby Yoda thing, but now they're doing it in every way they possibly yeah. can. And who can blame them? I mean, people will spend money on it. Why not? Yeah, this is the way. That's, that's exactly what I think they're talking about, as a matter of fact. Spend all your money on our stuff. This is the way. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We'll wrap up the show here next on the X-Rocks. Royal Blood, Trouble's Coming is going to wrap up the old Morning After with Nick and Big J. Not only for this Wednesday, but also for this week, Big J. As Thanksgiving hits us right between the eyes tomorrow. So we're taking tomorrow and Friday off collectively as a show. We'll be here. uh, I'll be here tomorrow. You'll be here Friday. Uh, holding down the fort, so we're not going anywhere, but we just are going to uh, enjoy a little bit of show freedom, if you will, for the next couple of days. But on this show, Big J said, enjoy the Thanksgiving movie Hillbilly Elegy. It is available for you to stream on Netflix. Maybe maybe after the holidays. <laughs> it's Big J approved uh, based on performances and the dramatic effect, but it, it's not a feel-good movie, he warns you. Heading into the holidays, if you're looking for a release of emotion, uh, maybe you've got uh, you need yourself a good cry. That would be a good movie to watch. Yeah, is it emotional enough to cry at, or is it just like one of those? I think there's some some moments definitely that some unless you're a cold-hearted bastard. Did your eyes start leaking at all when you were watching it? Yeah, uh, yeah. All right, yeah, like like little babies. Wait, babies leak? Mm-hmm. What kind of babies you were on? Uh, We also had a chance to talk a little bit about the Grammy Awards and how you shouldn't put any kind of uh, feelings whatsoever into the Rock Awards because it's just not worth it and it's not a battle worth fighting. And of course, uh, we also talked about pizza, as you should enjoy that today before you head into it. 
Uh, Big J's got to fire up the snow-covered smoker and enjoy some Thanksgiving. Uh, tomorrow, hopefully you do that, my friend. Reminder, if you're looking for a new or used vehicle, you can do so via Team Mazda. And GoTeamMazda.com is the website to get started and begin your next new or used car adventure. That leaves you with the floor, Big J. Uh, yeah, hey, check out the X's Facebook page, or you can check out the the uh, X's YouTube page, X-Rock Boise, uh, for an interview I did with Wolfgang Van Halen. Yeah, a uh, pretty cool opportunity to uh, spend time with the man who's got the number one song in the country. <laughs> Uh, there's at the beginning of the clip, and I left it in there. There's uh, th- there's some me talking to somebody. That was you in the studio. We had uh, a situation that that didn't work out right because we were supposed to both do the yeah. interview together. Pulling just- pulling the curtain aside, uh, I we were gonna do a Zoom thing, and I was in my office, and Big J was in here, so that we could both be on the camera. And my computer froze up right before we were supposed to go on, and so Jay's like, "Come in the studio, and we'll do it in here." So I'm running into the studio, and uh, and right as I'm grabbing my headphones to jump on wolfgang pops up and we're like crap yeah <laughs> you have to go forward we didn't have time to get all the other crap situated so yeah you had to do it solo so you weren't planning on doing it by yourself no it's okay uh well done well done and thank you to wolfgang for making time for us as well so check out the video there on the x's socials it's worth it next set of x rock brought to you by hollingshead eye center please enjoy the specialty weekend that begins tomorrow thankful for bands we've seen live because live music isn't a thing right now weekend it's four solid days of bands the x has brought to town for you to see in concert since we have been a radio station. A lot of work and effort has put into this by uh, all parties involved, and hopefully you enjoy the weekend as uh, we do a little bit something different for you on this Thanksgiving holiday. Enjoy your families as well. Stay safe, be careful, and we'll see you on Monday. Have a good one. It's the X Rocks.